This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. take hiatuses anyway so to say we're back is kind of like extra i mean but extra is also very fitting for us also you're not so, <laughs> hey guys so we lit we back back again tag we team back again hey. <laughs> <laughs> these are five in this thing this is crazy yeah but i mean you know Life happens, as all of us know. Yeah, because, you know, this, uh, this panoramic we've been in is uh, very impactful, to say the least. Man, impactful is putting it mildly. It really is, but, like, it's been crazy, but we're going to get into that later in this episode. I do have a couple things in here about that, so we're going we're gonna to get on that. A little later, but I guess we should start by introducing ourselves. I was just about to say. <laughs> For those who don't know, I am Shariah, aka Shy, you know, whatever y'all feel like calling me. Well, not whatever, because please you know, take it too far. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you should know by now, but if you're a new listener, I'm Jermaine, also known as Maine, also known as Maine Doll. Um, yeah, don't call me nothing else because I will fight you. <laughs> awesome. And we're the new kids. Yeah. Welcome to okay. season five. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to interact with you guys. It's going to be a great season. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to try to bring y'all some new stuff. Yeah, you know, it's lit. So make sure you're following us on all social media at the New Kids LLC. Visit our website at the New Kids Yes. Okay. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, John. So. <laughs> Bear with us. So yeah, we're the New Kids. We're lit. And um, let's get into this question of the day. So, question of the day for today is what is one positive thing that you learned from? 2020 slash the start of 2021. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. One positive thing. Yes. Emphasis on the positive. Uh, girl. Ooh. Hmm. I don't, honestly, I'm not going to say that I haven't learned anything positive. I'm just going to say that everything in my mind is being overwhelmed with the negative. So it's hard to weigh through because 2020 and, of course, uh, the latter or the former months of 2021 have been a roller coaster, to say the least. I will say 
Um, it's been interesting seeing other people develop new hobbies and skills over the pandemic to keep themselves occupied. Um, yeah. One positive thing is that my book club list has grown, which I'm very oh, excited yeah. about. Uh, and so that's something that I'm really looking forward to continuing to grow in the future. And, you know, of course, dropping some new things as well. That's what's up. I would say one positive thing that I learned throughout the pandemic is just how to adapt to things. Um, in the past, I've kind of been the kind of person that, like, if everything was the exact same every day, I'd be content. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when the pandemic came, it kind of, you know, shifted everything and kind of taught me to be um, to adapt easily like I can adapt to situations but like everyday life stuff I'm okay with it being the same like I could watch the same tv shows all day I could mm -hmm. eat the same thing every day but you know throughout the pandemic I had to learn how to adjust and so I've been like trying to be more open to doing different things I guess so that's, that's one thing I learned oh also like I learned that when I organize things like it just works more smoothly, like in terms of like I reorganize all my closet, my storage space, my office space, all that stuff. So that's been an um, interesting journey, too. Yeah. And I think we should post this question to our followers and listeners on social media. Once we post the episode, we'll put something up on Instagram to just ask, you know, the audience, what's something positive that you have learned either about yourself or something you've seen? you know, in 2020 and so far 2021. Yeah, that's fair. So we're going to get y'all engaged. Like, that's Period. one of my goals this year. Like, I've made it like my personal goal. I want people to interact more with the new kids. I don't want y'all just to, I mean, I want y'all to listen to us. Because we need y'all, but we want to interact with y'all. Like, you know, build, you know, a friendship, if you will. Like, I have a whole friendship where, like, families in my head, like, that of people I've never met before, and I just be like, yep, yeah, that's my family, or that's my friend, so that's how I want to interact with y'all, so we can actually build something great. And y'all have to excuse my voice. I may or may not have been uh, <clears throat> doing a little karaoke, and, you know, Lord. it's kind of a little rough. <laughs> and by karaoke, I mean somewhere safe, not, like, out in the public, just so y'all don't be judging me. Um, anyhow, so we're going to move on to our Millennial Minute, which is our portion of the show where we like to give shine to our fellow Millennials um, and just some updates and some things that they're doing. Um, we just kind of want to shine some light on them. So since I made Man go first last time, I will go first. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I have, um, I'm giving today shout out to someone I have given it to before in the past, but that's okay. Because she's my very first friend. That's what I call her. Um, shout out to Alexis. She is actually, um, she was featured in a movie here recently. And it would be smart if I knew the name of the movie. So I'm going to get y'all that in one second. I'm pretty sure it's called, like, He Said, She Said, or something like that. But it's premiering on Tubi this week. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I'm so excited for her. Um, and she was featured alongside um, Juju. Which, um, if y'all don't know Juju, she's from, like, um, Love & Hip Hop, you know, kind of social media personality. She's amazing. So, shout out to Lexis. Um, 
hopefully we will be seeing her soon in the McGraw Ave um, upcoming season, which I cannot believe they left us on a cliffhanger like that. And it's so wild. But yeah, hopefully we see her on our screen all throughout the year. So shout out to Alexis. Okay, so my Millennial Minute shout out is going to Angelita Gonzalez, also known as Lita, also known as Lita, Lataco Bay. Um, for those of you all who don't know Lita, she is the owner of Lataco Bay, and she um, provides taco meals and different um, other Mexican and Hispanic inspired dishes uh, that you can order via online. Definitely check her out. Go support Lita. And go follow La Taco Bay on all your social media platforms. Yes. I need to order some tacos. Period. They're amazing. All right. So on to another self-proclaimed fan favorite. And by self, I mean me. (laughs) Who else would you be talking about if you say self, Soraya? Because I didn't want them to think like it was both of us. Like, no, this is me saying this. Like, I'm telling y'all what the fan favorite is because it's my favorite. So, welcome to the New Kids University where Professor Maindow and Professor Shy Shy give you life lessons on your brands, um, just everyday life, whatever you need. We got y'all. We are educating y'all. And the crazy part about it is we are educating y'all for the free. Ain't no student loan debt when we come and educate y'all. Period. <laughs> So, Maynard, you got your lesson ready or you want me to go? I sure do. Let's get it. So, this is a lesson that we have done before, but I think it's very important that we, you know, come back with it often because a lot of our peers struggle with this, and this is pricing yourself appropriately. And the reason Uh I bring this up is because I was on Instagram just searching through some hashtags and um, getting some information and I came across this post and it said um, Louis, Louis Vuitton sells a flag like a or not a flag a kite you know like your kite that you would fly as a little kid uh, they mm-hmm. sell one of those for $10,000 and you're out Excuse here scared me? yes you're out here scared to charge you know for your $10,000 for your services and that really made me think because I'm like wow a kite you can get from the dollar store. Um, they selling it for $10,000 because it got the LV tag on it. Just imagine how prosperous you could be if you if you price yourself appropriately. So don't undervalue your skills. Um, don't undervalue your work. And this kind of also ties into the idea of imposter syndrome. And I was uh-huh. reading a really good article um, on Twitter the other day where a black woman had indicated that imposter syndrome, while it may exist, a lot of us suffer or have been told that we suffer from it unfairly when it's really us dealing with um, outside forces who are jealous of our success. And so they try to make us feel invalidated, which in turn, puts us in a position to start to question our work and our values. Um, and I think those two lessons go together because oftentimes we psych ourselves out thinking that we aren't good enough to price ourselves at a certain point 
or to accomplish a certain task, and we really don't do you know justice to ourselves. So, with that being said, always make sure that you are doing what's best for you, pricing yourself appropriately based on your skill set, what you're bringing to the table. Because at the end of the day, someone's coming to you for a skill that they cannot do. Absolutely. I think part of it, too, is when people are setting their prices, they're not doing what you said in terms of basing it off of their skill set. Their mindset is, will other people pay this This amount? Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, will will my family members pay this amount? It's not about them. You have to know your skill set and your target market. And that is your pricing. Like and I, anything yeah. else don't matter. <laughs> yeah, because I think people expect people also expect their family and friends to support them automatically, and that's mm-hmm. just not how life works. Sure, it's ideal, but you can't base your business model off your family and friends. You can use them as a test audience. You can use them, you know, as examples. But when you're thinking about the bigger picture, you have to think about your larger demographics. Agreed. Absolutely. Great job, Main Down. Insert sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> so my lesson for today um, is going to be about not allowing your brand to run you. Um, I have noticed working with other entrepreneurs or even just, you know, seeing people when I come across their stuff on social media, they are running their business pretty much backwards. Like you're the owner, you dictate how things go. This is your brand. The brand does not own you. And in most cases, you are not the brand. Like people confuse their brand and their actual personalities. And that's kind of where things get a little fuzzy, I guess I would say. So don't let your brand run everything. I understand that your brand is your baby. That's your business. That's what you got invested in. But don't let it overpower you. You can still burn yourself out. Don't let Don't let it be confused that only corporate America is burning us out. Like, you can absolutely burn yourself out with letting your brand run you. So, like, some ways to overcome that is just to make sure that you're scheduling things. Make sure that you spend, like, a day planning. I always tell my clients, spend one day planning. Whether it's Sunday planning for the rest of the week or whether it's, you know, Wednesday or whatever day. Like, pick a day, spend a couple hours planning, and it will save you so much time, so much energy in the end, and you will be able to run your business a lot, not allow your business to run you. Take advantage of the free apps and things that are out here. Take advantage of people that offer services that can benefit your business. Um, Don't be cheap and try to, you know, (laughs) just, you know, I can do this myself when you know that you know somebody that specializes in that and that can help you. So, um, yeah, run your business. Don't let it run you. Period. Period, poo. (laughs) And that's that on that. (laughs) <laughs> so that wraps up the New Kids University. Um, if you want to see more New Kids University lessons, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel because that's where uh, the bulk of that content will be. So. Yes, it's New Kids University. Yeah, or you can like the New Kids. I believe just the New Kids LLC. We in there dropping knowledge on y'all out of here. It's going to be crazy. So, speaking of this year, season four will be interesting. Um, that's where we had to make a couple of shifts, changes, and um, adapt to the to the pandemic. So, 
Maydow, what was your favorite episode of season four? Um, my favorite episode of season four would probably be our episode with Parrish. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what you get for asking me first. <laughs> Uh, but no, I really Whatever. enjoyed that episode. I just enjoy Parrish in general. He is hilarious. Um, I really enjoy Pardon Me with P. I can't wait to see you know if he comes back with that. I can't wait to see what he has in store for us. Um, just his commentary on the timeline is enough to make my side split. So I think that was definitely I a highlight of season him. four. Okay, I agree. Hollering. Okay, listen, cause sing them down. That I okay in my life. Like I need, I this. need to see. I this. didn't realize how much I needed that. So shout out to Parrish. Absolutely was one of my favorite episodes of season four. Um, I'm think I'm cheating a little bit because this episode might have been season three. <laughs> I don't. They kind of run together for me. Yeah, but um, definitely for sure. Uh, Parrish was one of my favorite episodes my second favorite episode which is probably more so for like the outside commentary that the listeners didn't get to hear um our episode with sean <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that was yeah that was a very interesting episode um <laughs> it was great i think because we really didn't know what was coming next like we didn't we was lit. We was chilling. We went to the bar after, and like literally the next day, everything shut down. Yes. Yeah, like I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like I didn't think that that would be like my last time out at a restaurant without having to wear a mask and like. Where do oh we went? Did we go to Starters? Yeah, we absolutely did go to Starters. Yep. And you know it was fun. I thought you was gonna say our episode with. The trio, the troublesome trio, also known as oh my God. Clay, DeMarcus, <laughs> and James. <laughs> that episode was just so much fun. It was a mess from start to finish. And it's still crazy to me that that episode did numbers. I'm not, I'm honestly not even surprised because one of them is a mess, two of them is much. But when you add the three of them together, <laughs> It's an experience. It was great, though. I ain't even gonna lie. I had a good time. Uh, yeah, it was. It was interesting. I really, I, I think one of these days I'm going to like make it a goal of mine. Like, if we ever get back to recording in person, to record some of these times because yeah, <laughs> that camera probably would have ended up on the floor. Listen, that camera would have been on the floor, broke, dead. All of the above. I don't even remember so, yeah. what we talked about in that episode, to be honest. Couldn't tell you. I do know <laughs> that you can hear me pouring up all throughout. <laughs> a shame. I tried to like turn away from the microphone. It just didn't work out for me. But that was a great episode. That was fun. Um, I had a good time with um. Oh, I can't remember his name now. I think his name is Ty. Oh, like the gardening the street parks. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, that was fun. That was a very good episode. We was uh on the couches. 
It started storming. We like, oh, you know, oh, Lord. thunder. Like, it was crazy, but it was a good time. I enjoyed myself doing that episode, too. Like, I do partially miss recording in person, but yeah, I also enjoy that now that we're able to do it, um, I guess, virtually, we can interview more people. Yeah, or, like, we, you know, have we have greater access. access to people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's late. That was fun. All right. So... Germany, how do you feel that the last season went? Like, did it meet your expectations? Like, how did did you have any expectations? <laughs> um, so no, I did not have any expectations. <laughs> and <laughs> the reason I did not have any expectations for last season is because I've never had any expectations for how our seasons are going to go. We started uh-huh. this, I mean, from the beginning, I really had no idea how how this process was going to go, how we were going to record episodes. You know, I just was like, if it happens, it happens. And so, um, yeah, I just didn't really put any expectations on it because things have changed for us so much. We went uh-huh. from recording in a hot attic. <laughs> Girl. To recording in a random podcast studio, um, to being, being part the, of a network, to being on a network, to being virtual and not being in the studio anymore. Um, you remember we were in that hotel trying to record? Girl, thank <laughs> Listen, listen. We if we had not been there to listen. figure out that sound, I was pushing them buttons, that. honey. I was like, well, this button, I think it do this. But you know what was dope about that episode, though, is us recording, like, video content while we were doing the the podcast. Yes. That was fun. So, shout out to Parker. Um, But, yeah, I did not have any expectations for last season. And, you know, we started it, or I think we were recording it during the pandemic. And so, at that point, my expectations for anything were (laughs) gone. (laughs) Agreed. I think for me... I didn't necessarily have any expectations. I kind of just was like, you know, let's go with the flow. Let's see what it is. I think the the benefit to us, like outside of doing the podcast together, us actually being best friends helped us a lot in last season because it was easy to be like, I ain't feeling it. Let's just stop. Like, yeah, <laughs> we want to give y'all no, I'm trying not to cuss this year, no half booty. No, girl. <laughs> No, no, girl. <laughs> you, you know that sound crazy. Yeah, I know what I mean. <laughs> you know, you know you sound crazy, Shariah. Let's no, let's pause for a second. <laughs> Did you really just say half booty? <laughs> About assy, and they was like, it was not supposed to be eight. Why is it already cut in half? So that's all I can think about right now. 
because this fool said half booty. I was <laughs> not the Listen, whole booty. <laughs> I was trying to keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying Girl, to keep it clean. I'm trying to do right. better. That's all right. Wait. This is season five. <laughs> this is not. I don't it's... care. <laughs> I'm trying to do better. We ain't want to give y'all no janky content. There we go. That's we ain't want to give y'all no that's, janky content. That's what you should have led with. But I was trying to clean it up on the spot. That's whatever. Anyway, just whatever. Add Are that to the blooper. That's, that's right up here with consequences. <laughs> Listen, I don't. Add okay, that to the blooper. We keeping that in. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Listen, uh, I wanna we didn't want to give y'all no janky content. So after a while we was just like, let's just go ahead, call it a season, take a break and get ourselves together, which you know, not every business partnership can work like that. Yeah. Um so, and I just think like, you know, everybody last year at some point, everybody who is producing content or a service got to the point where they just we're overwhelmed with everything. You mm-hmm. know, if you were still working, you know, if you were still going physically to work, if just living life at some point, it became like, you know what? I just, I can do the bare minimum right now. And that's it. Like, okay. And, and that's all I need to do. You're pushing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, what is something that you like to keep about the uh, podcast post? pandemic like I, I guess I'll answer first I am all on board with the the virtual recording I think that that's something that <laughs> <laughs> we will keep however you know I'm not opposed to like doing some, once it's uh, more safe to doing some in-person recordings just because you know there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that I enjoy um, that wouldn't happen virtually so that would really be one thing that I would keep is the, the virtual recording. But then, you know, I miss going in the in the building, you know. Mm-hmm. If only y'all knew what be happening in that studio. I was about to say, that's not the real reason why you want to keep virtual recording. You want to keep it because <laughs> I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but we know the truth. That's <sighs> the one other person knows the truth. <laughs> Listen. Shout out to Barry. Barry, oh. our friend for life. At this Ooh. point, because baby, he looked out for us. Um, Might not have been no more new kids. <laughs> okay. Didn't even know. Barry don't even know. Okay. Uh, out of here. Shout out to Barry with his uh his new uh merch he just dropped with the WWE line and stuff. That's that's big lit. So yeah, you haven't checked him out. Things. Do so at the uprising dot TV. I, I believe so. Wrong. um yeah i definitely i definitely want to think or want to keep i should say um coming up with new and exciting ways to stay engaged i think as a brand this pandemic has really challenged us to find new ways virtually that we can engage our audience and our listeners um, and attract new listeners as well so um, I really just thought of an idea, and I'm going to text it to Shariah once we get off the phone. And she's probably going to be both screaming and <laughs> mad, oh but I think it's hilarious. So, oh, God. Yeah. 
Um, I it, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, I definitely am excited for all of the things that we have coming forward. I'm just grateful that we can continue to do this because, like you said, some people just once they called it quits, that was it. Uh, yeah, and it's and that's no shade. Like you know, people have to do what they have to do for their mental health and for their mm-hmm. for their sanity. So that's no shade at all. Like it, it would be completely crazy of us to be like, "Oh, this is easy." You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that it's hard, but it's not. Yeah. You know, you got to be in the right headspace to give people quality content. And I think that's something that I did not expect when we first started doing the podcast. Like, um, you know, yeah. we got to bring out our surface level acting skills. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I appreciate about our, I guess, like brand is that we have incorporated things so well and that we know each other so well that when something is not working, we know when to pivot and kind mm-hmm. of um, adapt or be flexible enough to be like, okay, this really isn't working. We need to try and determine what we need to do next. Like we don't dwell or let things stop us from completing a task or trying something new. Like, you know, we can evolve in that way. I think that's a skill yeah. that a lot of people don't know how to utilize. Once they get stuck, they just, are stuck and they can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So let's talk season five. Um, <laughs> this is so funny to me. Did you even think that we would be doing a season five? Like, Bro, did you think, at the beginning, did you think we would have like five? five? Not even close. I didn't even know we were going to be able to finish season one. Okay. Like, listen, we, when I tell you, we was in the attic. Hot as hell. I'm talking about like we had to stop the recording to turn the fan on. And then turn it off and press record again. I was doing all that editing by myself. Did not know what I was doing. We had to to be drinking hot tequila. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, do you remember, like, the, the cars would be going down the street loud in the background? No, the day that they did <sighs> that, like, biker parade. Oh, my God. And they were driving by on those, or riding by on bikes with those speakers. I was so irritated, like, so irritated. Um. So, no, I did not, I did not expect us to get as far as we are, and, um, for season five, like I said, we have so many unique and exciting things um, down the pipeline. And I don't want to say that we've made like grand plans because as we all know, things can change literally in a second. Like Shariah was telling y'all earlier, we recorded the episode the next day, complete lockdown. Um, it was crazy. It was really crazy. So, you know, I'm definitely excited for any challenges or changes that are coming that we don't know of yet because I'm sure there's some oh absolutely I'm sure there's like we don't even know at this point I'm not yeah. even surprised by things anymore yeah like um, yeah. at all <laughs> so there's that um, also like I always enjoy like looking back on where we started at compared to where we are now like 
she's not lying when she said we literally had no idea. We were just like, we could start a podcast. Yep, buy a mic off Amazon <laughs> and go. And then we was like, oh wait, what you mean we got to sign up for iTunes and we got to sign up for this? <laughs> like, listen, listen, we got to do what? Listen. We got to do what? Like, excuse me, like we literally had no idea. Like when I was coming up with outlines for the show, I'm like. I don't even know what people want to hear because we haven't recorded anything. Yeah. And, and that, you know, it I was, it was crazy. That's a testament to like, even if you don't know how to do something, try it. Just start it anyway, because you never yeah. know. You can learn. <laughs> and I'm always excited when like people like my, even if, it, even if it's like my close friends, like I don't have an expectation that everybody has to listen to our podcast. I am I do. more than sure that <laughs> I am more than sure that like more complete strangers would listen compared to family or friends and, and you know that's not a that's not a big deal for me anymore at first I was like y'all need to listen to every single episode why are not listening but now I um I'm excited when people like text me stuff that they heard in the podcast like the other day I randomly got a text from my home girl like oh my god this episode with Parrish was great like I love ghetto stuff too. Like, <laughs> it was fun to like, you know, just hear people's opinions or like views or just, you know, you know, feedback, feedback. You know, it was great. It was fun for me, and that's what I look forward to the most. So I'm excited for season five. Uh, I think we'll be here. No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think we would be here, but I didn't think we would not be here either. Like, you know, I think one of these days we should do like a, uh, like a, like a quiz on how well do people know us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cause if you know us, if you've been listening since season one, um, through all of the seasons, I say it all the time. The new kids did not start off as a podcast content producing type of thing. We were supposed to be a social club. Oh, I'm like, you, I'm so stupid. I'm sitting here like, we did? <laughs> no, remember, we started off as a social club. I recall. And then, like, the podcast was supposed to be an avenue of the social club. And, and we see how that went. <laughs> so here we are. So if there's ever, like, a little-known facts about the new kids, there's some, uh, there's some knowledge for y'all. Some people can't participate though, because they know everything. They know too much. And we just don't need them out here telling our business. This is for the strangers. If you know us in real life, then you can't participate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are some things that will look different in season five compared to other seasons? Um, honestly, I think season five is just going to look different, period, because mm-hmm. all of our seasons, although um, our previous seasons followed that same kind of format where we interview up and coming entrepreneurs and business professionals. I think every season was different. Mm-hmm. Um, every season got to see us get a little bit more comfortable in, you know, podcasting and recording and introducing new things to y'all. Uh, season five, you know, you may see a difference in the format. But we're still going to follow that trend of bringing up and coming entrepreneurs to you all 
to tell you about mm-hmm. their business, what they do. Um, you, you may see a little bit more of myself and Shariah than you normally have. But yeah, I think every, every season is different. <laughs> yes, I agree. I think also like what I'm most excited about for season five is, um, for those who don't know, we, uh, we both turned 30 last year. Turn up. And I Almost think died. that. <laughs> Listen, it was crazy. It was crazy, Almost crazy. Died. Too late. Too late. Um, I think that because of those experiences and like us being older now, more, a, a little bit more mature. <laughs> now, why are you lying to these people like that? You just, you just said half booty. <laughs> like, not even. Thirty months. Why are you lying to these folks? I just mean, in a sense of, I feel like when I turned thirty, like I kind of challenged myself to be more confident in myself, and I think that that's going to come out in these episodes for the both of us. I think they'll see like a little bit different, like how we are compared to like when we first started. So I'm excited for people to actually be able to see the growth in our content. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. But I am yeah. still immature in some ways. Like when I, I say stuff say, like half booty. <laughs> I was about to say you. I ain't gonna make no promises on maturity because that not ain't coming. No, time. not at all. But I definitely do see growth. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how that comes across in the show. Yeah, same. And I think the cool part about it is like most of our listeners are millennials and so like we're all turning 30 we're all you know chilling to this this new decade like what's up we lit so yeah i'm excited i think that uh not only are we gonna grow i think the listeners are gonna grow and it'll be fun to experience it together we're all in this okay (laughs) okay you know but you know what i I was about to be like, we are a family. Like a giant, like a giant tree. tree. <laughs> Reaching out to the sky. We, I'm definitely we just talking about, today. We were just talking about maturity. And clearly, <laughs> we are not there. I mean, what is not mature about uh, drink girls? Like, busting out in random tunes. Listen, sometimes you got to just, you know, you got to sing it sing out. Sing them down. Sing them down. This is great. This is great. All right. So, a little bit more for this episode. I thought it would be cool to kind of dive into our own personal brands that we have. Um, Just as a little reminder that we are entrepreneurs ourselves. We're not just pulling stuff out of our hiney when we're giving advice. You could have said behind, <laughs> but you decided. <laughs> y'all see what I put up with? Do y'all, do y'all hear this? <laughs> she could have said, pull the stuff out of my behind and kept on going. But what word did she choose? She chose tiny. Who even said tiny? <laughs> Me. If you're not an old white lady. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I'm trying to clean it up, y'all. Don't judge but me. But season goes on, I will do better. Heine is what came out, okay? It was too late. Wow. I already committed to it. With <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Why was that even in your brain? <laughs> <sighs> oh, 
Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh. We're not just pulling stuff out of our heinies when we tell y'all, you know, this <laughs> advice about being an entrepreneur. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Whew. Okay. So, for those that don't know, <laughs> come on. See, you look. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is gonna be new for season five because I feel like the last season we did have definitely a, a lot more structure and we our goofy sides did come out, but I feel like this season is gonna be very new. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Okay, okay. Oh. I'm like really crying, y'all. Okay. All right. So for those who don't know. Um, Jermaine is the owner of G Pencil Consulting, and myself, I am the owner of Marshall Marshall Career Consulting, and we uh, we both kind of do a little bit of work with entrepreneurs. Um, I also focus a lot on uh, people that are trying to thrive in corporate America. So we have a wealth of knowledge between the two of us um, that outside of the podcast we share with our clients, um, <clears throat> paying clients. Whew, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so this is what we do um, as our as our hustles. So, main Dow, how was twenty twenty for your business? Um, from a business standpoint, twenty twenty actually worked out pretty well for me um, because with the pandemic, a lot of um, grant funding was introduced to assist entrepreneurs and business owners who were impacted by, you know, pandemic circumstances. So I definitely saw um, new opportunities in 2020 that I'm hoping will continue for 2021. Um, And I definitely think 2020 brought up some unique challenges, especially for my clients who deal heavily with in-person or retail services or they sell products. Um, they then had to pivot and work on their engagement in terms of strictly virtual sales and online sales. Mm-hmm. So, again, uh, definitely some challenges, but some opportunities to learn and grow and continue to be flexible and push forward. That's just up. I think um, for me, Business was uh, was very interesting because for a long period of time, people were out of work um, and they also weren't or were hesitant to seek new employment because a lot of people didn't want to have to go in the buildings and we didn't know, you know, what companies would be able to accommodate virtual working. Um, so kind of towards the end of the year is when I started to see business pick up a little bit for me. Um also, I tend to do this thing where I shift my focus for my business on and off. Um, when I'm trying to juggle school and, and work, um, I personally allow my business to take a backseat because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily something that I, my goal was never to do martial career consulting full time. Mm-hmm. So I think um, a lot of people get confused by that. So they're like, you know, why haven't you been posting about your business? I don't feel like it. <laughs> 
sound like that's never been my goal to do it do it full time. It just it it hasn't been. Like, you know, I enjoy helping people and I enjoy my business, but I also enjoy the flexibility of not doing it when I don't want to. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I think that um I do have a couple of other business ideas that I eventually will start to probably put more energy and attention into. But um it was interesting to see that that change because people didn't know where work was gonna come from and it kinda was a for me it was clear to me that I made the right decision in not thinking to do that full time because as a career coach, you can't coach anybody that doesn't have a career. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if, what, what am I going to do? <laughs> I can't help you improve your performance if you don't have a job. It, it just is what it is. So I think that it showed me that, you know, diving into that full time um, would, would take a lot. And, you know, when I am ready to make that transition, I, I'm grateful for the experience that I had in 2020 to realize that things could change. Yeah. At any given moment. Like, you know, I did see an increase in people that were wanting to start their own businesses, which I do offer um, coaching for that and guidance for starting your own businesses and kind of running your business and things of that sort. So I saw an increase in that because people were had more time to realize that they wanted to monetize, um, which I hate that word, but they wanted to monetize some of their, their hobbies mm-hmm. and turn it into, you know, profitable businesses. So uh, that was interesting. But all in all, I think that 2020 was a, a great year for my business. Maybe not um, financially, like I didn't see a lot of, like yeah. increasing clients, but in, in terms of experience and challenges for myself, it was a great year. Turn up. It's lit. Lit like big. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> so what are some things that you plan to do differently in your business after experiencing everything that we did last year um, and your plans for this year? What do you plan to do differently? I don't plan on doing anything differently. Um, <laughs> period. I, period. Because I think that I work very well with my clients. We have a very good rapport. And the pandemic did not impact my business interaction anyway, because I have clients from across the country. So most of our communication was based in phone, email, you know, before the pandemic even started. So, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything that I would particularly do differently in order to maintain and achieve more success. Same. I think um, the only the one thing that I plan to do a little bit differently is more so, and it's kind of going to answer the next question that I had um, about potentially adding new services. Um, although I'm pretty sure I know Jermaine's <laughs> answer to that question, but. Um, the only thing that I plan to do differently is I am going to, I have made it a goal this year. I want to do it before the end of quarter one. I'm kind of going into the second quarter. I do want to finally get into emergency management. I think that this, or emergency crisis management, I think that this year showed me how important that field can be or should be not only for entrepreneurs, but for corporate America as well. There were some businesses that were completely just rocked by what happened. Um, Whether it was, you know, small restaurants that are not able to recover uh, from the shutdowns and things of that sort. Maybe don't even, you know, have the resources to really do carry out. Like, I didn't even know there were businesses out here like that until, you know, Mm -hmm. life happened. But, um, 
I think that's kind of a field that I'm going to dive into more um, and may potentially add that as a service um, on a limited, you know, <laughs> a real limited scale. But other than that, I don't really think there's too much that I'm going to do um, differently. I think it's been quite some time that we've both been in, in these fields. We've kind of been in, in it around the same time. Um, you know, we didn't really like, you know, <laughs> dive into it and like become LLCs and stuff like that. Um, prior to both of us getting like our LLCs and things, we have been doing the same things for, for quite some time. So mm-hmm. I think that we have enough knowledge, not to say that we're not um, still coachable or able to learn new things. I think we're at a point now where we can kind of, we're the masters and <laughs> we can, you know, yeah. help other people, but we don't necessarily have to make a lot of change. So that's kind of where I am with that. I don't plan on doing anything different. Am I open to doing things differently? Sure. If I come across a process that I like better than what I'm doing, absolutely. But for the most mm-hmm. part, um, I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that space. So just being able to, <laughs> I'm chilling. When I feel like doing my business, I do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't. And for those of, those of you that are wondering, this is exactly why I didn't ever plan on doing my business full time because I know how I am. And I'll be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I, and I'm not going to. <laughs> So that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, do you do you ever plan on like having G Pencil Consulting being your only source of income? Not my only source of income, but definitely one of the more weighted sources of income for sure. Okay, so do you like plan on like just doing it full time eventually? No. See, I knew it. <laughs> Shut up, fool. I'm just saying, like, so so many people think. Like, do not do not fall victim to this whole, like, oh, you got to be an entrepreneur. You got to pay yourself and build generational wealth and blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't, don't get wrapped up in that. Because <laughs> these Negroes out here lying to y'all. <laughs> they telling y'all to get an LLC in your two-month-old child's name, and I don't understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, okay, sorry, we're not gonna go there today. We're not gonna go there. We're just gonna we're gonna breeze right past. I'm just saying all kind of crazy stuff today. This is wild, but hey, you know it is what it is. So now that we've covered our own brands, oh, I guess we should have told people how to uh, to book us for services. So I'll let you go first, Nadal. You can visit my website at gpencilconsulting.com and. See exactly what it is that I do first, because a lot of people, I think they need to have that understanding before they try to book either of us for period. But yeah, visit my website um, and just check out what I do. Check out opportunities. And you also find information on how to request a consultation. That's 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 the that's the one right there. People think they just about to just dive in and start working with folks like, nah. mm Listen. <laughs> so, so for me, you can visit my website, um, Also, you can uh, visit marshallcareerconsulting.com as well. Um, I don't really use that one as much anymore, so I would suggest going to allthingshy.com. Um, there you will find a list of my services. You can contact me for booking a consultation. Um, the only services I don't require a consultation for are resume updates or um, cover letters, those don't require consultation. Anything else, we will, you know, we'll have to get to know each other a little bit better. Uh, so you can check me out there. 
um, also on all social media platforms as Marshall Career Consulting. So it's lit. Let's work together. Let's get this money. Uh, <laughs> so lastly, I just wanted to take a, um, a dive into how the millennial lifestyle has impacted uh, the pandemic, whether it be the good, the bad, the ugly. I really want to focus more on the good um, because for me personally, I feel like the millennial generation has been very helpful in terms of changing everything to being virtual. Um, I read an article not too long ago about how um, our generation is the only generation that has experience with like before the internet and, you know, before yeah. all these great tools. And B.I. And then P.I. Before internet, present internet. Absolutely. And I think that that's amazing. I never really thought of that. Um, so I think that as much as um, Jermaine and I get on here and bash baby boomers and we'll continue, and to, we'll continue boomers, to do so. <laughs> yep. You know, that's not really a thing that I'm looking to change. But I think that our generation is the generation that can um, bridge that gap between the boomers and the upcoming generation. So. I, I will say, speaking of generation, Gen Z. Oh, God. Ooh, Chile. Now, listen, I'm not trying to do y'all like I do boomers because I can't stand them. But I definitely think that Gen Z is coming. They're coming of age and they're starting mm -hmm. to get to a point where they're starting to feel their influence on the world. But I mm -hmm. think that they are still very, um, I blame their parents, the forgotten generation, also known as Gen X. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know they still have a lot to learn and so I see a lot of different perspectives and opinions from Gen Z and it's I just be shaking my head like Lord help the babies Jesus where Listen. are the books <laughs> Like, because let me tell y'all every time I see these little Gen Z folks so I like have been venturing into tiktok like i just sit here and watch a bunch of videos because it's great mm -hmm. um but i see gen z on there a lot and i the one thing i can appreciate gen z for is they are not afraid to speak up for themselves i yes. think that uh millennials kind of got that way towards the adult years yeah where we kind of you know started speaking up but these kids they not they dragging everybody they dragging their mamas they dragging their daddies they, yeah. <laughs> they are dragging everybody and i am here for it um, so, you know, I appreciate that aspect of them. However, you know, I've been seeing these little things where they're like making fun of the millennials, which I personally have enjoyed. I think it's funny. Um, because at no point, we all went through that phase where like we thought the generation before us was corny. They was whack, lame, whatever, you know, term we want to use. So I think it's interesting to see how they think about us. However, as for this millennial, I will continue to remind y'all that your generation literally ate Tide Pods. And licked ice cream containers. <laughs> Let's not so, forget about that. <laughs> Just I will you. drag y'all every chance that I get. I'm not going to drag y'all as bad as I've dragged the boomers. Okay? But you are not exempt. You're not yeah. babies anymore. <laughs> okay, period. <laughs> you, you old enough to be on TikTok. You old enough <laughs> to get this read. Okay? Period. Um, like I was actually listening to an episode of the read, and they were talking about that same thing where, uh, like Gen Z people were dragging their parents. Where homegirl was like, "Hey, mama, remember when you told me don't go to a Black Lives Matter protest? 
yet here you are at the Capitol getting punched in your face. <laughs> Green. I was here for it. I love it. So Yeah, I think yeah. um like you mentioned, you know, Gen Z is coming into their own a lot sooner than we were. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, for us that around the time we were born, um, our parents were coming out of that age or time where everything was so heightened because there were so many dangers of the world. So you remember like stranger danger and mm-hmm. don't don't take candy from strangers. Don't talk to strangers to do, you know, don't do this, don't do that. And we had helicopter parents, whereas now you don't really see that trend. And it's mm-hmm. changed so much. Like we went from don't talk to strangers on the Internet to literally that's all we do. All it's day. talk to strangers. Every day. <laughs> don't get in a stranger car. Here we are with Uber and Lyft. And we Listen. want Uber pools where we sharing rides. You know, all these different things. So I definitely think that times and perspectives have changed. And that has impacted, of course, the generations as it should. But, yeah, Gen Z, don't play with me. I will fight you. Listen. I will drag y'all because y'all ate Tide Pods. And I'm never going to let y'all forget that. <laughs> Ever in life. So, just like I won't let the boomers forget how they're the reason that they ruined such a financial crisis. They ruined Because they're stupid. <laughs> and they won't go sit down. That's my way. thing. Like, you know, I have plenty of boomers in my life, personally, that are great. However, a good majority of y'all I don't even know why I'm saying y'all because they old buyers. I ain't even listening to this podcast, but whatever. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna go in on them today. So, anywho, I feel like our our generation um, probably helped to adapt to these changes significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I've enjoyed is working from home. I hope I never have to go back into the office. Child, <laughs> I really hope I never have to go back. Like. You know what? Right. I mean, let's not even speak on that because. Or I know let me, me. Let me let, let me just let me let me let me clean that up. I don't hope that I never go back. I hope that if I do go back, that it is very limited how it is now. Like our mm-hmm. our building is still open. It's just that my department is not is not in, in the building. Yeah. So if they'd be like, okay, well, you got to go back. As long as everybody else ain't there getting on my nerves, I might be okay with it. But for the most part, <sighs> I would rather stay at home. Well, okay. So, um, welcome to season five, guys. So glad to have you all with us. Hope you stay tuned for what we have in store. Uh, if you want to check us out, again, follow us on all social media platforms at The New Kids LLC. Our website is thenewkidsdetroit.com. Check us out on new on uh, new kids. Check us out on YouTube <laughs> at the New Kids University or New Kids LLC. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's gonna be Maybe. lit. I'm excited. Well, all right then. Uh, new kids out. Bye, guys. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.